What's going on, everybody? 10.05 p.m. Quarantine Wednesday. We having Quarantine Wednesday. So I'm sending out some invites right now. Getting everything started. Shout out to the podcast. Everybody that's be, that'll be tuning in to the rebroadcast of this podcast. You know, we here. I thank everybody for tuning in. Showing some love. So, um, excuse me, as I, I'm sending out some, some invites on my Instagram, on my Instagram part in the pause, shout out to everybody that's out there tuning in to New Wave Radio, New Wave Podcast, we broadcast live every day on Instagram, um, every day when we broadcast, sometimes we're on you now, you never know where we're going to be, but today we're on Instagram live, IG live with it, um, Topics I wanted to talk about today. Um, somebody hit me up, and they said, "Who's my my top five NBA players?" I put it on Facebook earlier. My top five. So we're gonna get into the top five basketball players. Um, hip hop groups making music. How do you feel about these old, not even old school, but these older rap groups making music now? Like, how do you feel when you hear? The locks make music. Um, is it does it give you the same feeling? Like when you hear when you hear your old when you hear your, your old rap group, your old groups that you used to like, like the locks, Jada Kiss and all these dudes, when they make music now, does it stick with you? So we're gonna talk about groups and appreciating the music from the golden era. Are they underappreciated? Do they get the respect they deserve in this type of in this in this in this in this era? We're gonna we're gonna touch on the coronavirus a little bit. Do you care anymore? How you feel about it? Do you care? Are you like tired of hearing about this shit? Is it getting on your nerves yet? You know, we've been quarantined for a couple weeks now. People been out of work, people been outside, people been doing this, people been doing that. It's almost like it's not even real to some people. You know, I've been locked in for a couple of weeks now, making quick runs here and there, and I come back in the crib, I get it together, I do my thing, and I just and I just chill. And then we're gonna talk about the drink champs. Nori, are you tired of it? How you feel about the Nori drink champs whole situation? Um, I hear people talking about Lamar Odom, how he exposed Lamar Odom, and he put Lamar Odom on blast. Blah, 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 We're going to touch on all that. We're going to get busy. We're going to get busy. Leave a comment on the in the comment section. Leave a voice comment. If you're listening from another region, another state, whatever, leave a voice comment, leave a shout out, leave whatever, show some love. Um, let me know. I'm not one of them guys that's gonna be on here asking for cash apps and none of that, man. We don't need your money. You know what I'm saying? Just show your support by listening. Thanks for everybody for tuning in. With that being said, we're gonna get into it. Top five NBA players. 
You know, everybody knows I'm a Laker fan. I'm a big Laker fan. I like the Lakers. Been liking the Lakers for years. Never, never rooted for another team. Can't even really watch other teams. You know what I'm saying? So I watch my Lakers. When my Lakers is losing, I don't watch basketball. You know, so this 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 list that I got here has three Los Angeles Lakers on it. So I went with Shaquille O'Neal at my center. Tim Duncan at power forward. LeBron James at small forward. Kobe Bryant at shooting guard. And Magic Johnson, Irvin Magic Johnson at the point. I put that on Facebook earlier today. A few people were like, yo, you tripping? How could you leave Jordan out? You know what I'm saying? Like, Michael Jordan is not... Like, I understand his legacy in basketball. I understand everything he's done. I respect everything Mike's done in basketball. But I like Kobe Bryant. I want Kobe on my starting five. Michael Jordan could be a sixth man. I'd rather have Kobe at my start, at my point guard, at my shooting guard position than Michael Jordan. Because I think Kobe Bryant is a little more is a little better. I think he's a little better than Mike. I think he got an edge. When you surround Kobe Bryant with guys like Shaquille O'Neal, say you surround Kobe Bryant on a team with Shaquille O'Neal at center, the most dominant center in the NBA that's ever played. Shaquille O'Neal. Then you put Tim Duncan, one of the most funda fundamental power forward. The best pop fundamental, Mr. Fundamental, let's just put it like that. Then you put LeBron James, one of the most versatile athletes to ever play the game. And then you put Magic, one of the most one of the gifted point guards. And you surround Kobe Bryant with those players, Kobe will be better than Mike. And Mike not gonna be messing with Kobe on that type of team, cause now he got a beat. He got a bomb squad. He got the most dominant center, the Mister Fundamental, the most versatile um small forward, and he got Magic. There's no reason why that young boy would be busting Mike ass on the court. You know what I'm saying? You could put Mike with whoever. You can put Mike with whoever, but they not beating this team. I put I put money on that. I, you put that put that team in your two K and see what happens. You put that team in your NBA two K and see what happens. You see the reason why I like Shaquille O'Neal over anybody as far as Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Bill Russell. Because Kareem, Shaquille O'Neal was a part of our era. I never watched Bill Russell play. Yeah, he got all these rings. I never watched Wilt Chamberlain play. Yeah, he grabbing all these rebounds and putting up all these points. And he so-called put up 100. But I'm going to tell you this. He wasn't playing against nobody that Shaq playing against. Wilt Chamberlain was not playing against the caliber players that Shaquille O'Neal was playing against. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, think about Shaquille O'Neal. Rasheed Wallace had to guard Shaq. Kevin Garnett had to guard Shaq. Tim Duncan had to guard Shaq. You got guys that was guarding Will Chamberlain was like a, a like like a ten year old size. They just couldn't match up. So of course he would have been the most dominant player in that era. In that era, everybody was small. He was like like not even human. So you got you get you can't you can't possibly say that Wilt is better than Shaq. But you can say Shaq is better than Wilt. You can say that. You can say Shaq's better than Wilt Chamberlain. Because when um because you put I I'm guaranteeing you Wilt not standing in that paint when Shaq diving coming through. For that two-hand jam, no Wilt Chamberlain standing there. Shaq going to smash him. Shaq will embarrass Wilt Chamberlain. In, in a game of basketball, Shaq will embarrass Wilt Chamberlain. I don't care what nobody say. There's nothing no one can say to me that can make me think Wilt Chamberlain is better than Shaquille O'Neal when the caliber players that Shaq was playing against will dominate that whole era. You know what I'm saying? These guys were running around with, with slips, flip-flops on their feet. Damn it. They were unprepared. They were small. I mean, he was a beast in that era. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about you got little little tiny white guys just running. This is the way they dribble. They dribble in circles. They dribble the ball in circles. They pick and roll, go. And Will Chamberlain just in the middle is long. He's like his wingspan is ridiculous. So when you put him up, up up against the guys that are like no more than five ten, of course he's gonna dominate. Of course he's gonna dominate. It's no question he's going to dominate. Shout out to Will Chamberlain. And then you got Tim Duncan. It's like, you cannot go wrong. Like, Tim Duncan, you could have easily put, at power forward, is always like a toss-up. It's like a, a position that you can, that you can't go wrong with. So you got guys like Kevin Garnett. You know, you got all types of power forwards out there. You know, I'm talking about, and I'm going to name some scrub power forwards. You know, before I name some nice guys. You know what I'm saying? You had Antonio McDice. You know what I'm saying? You got guys like Cliff Robinson. These are power forwards. You know, you got... Nice motherfuckers like Rasheed Wallace. Ben Wallace could have been if Ben Wallace was a power forward, he would the, the Pistons would have been crazy. But he was playing center. And he was undersized center. You know, so you got guys like Al Horford. 
These are power forwards. Like you could always fill in that power forward spot, but it's rare that you find a great power forward. Somebody like Tim Duncan that could just hit it, that could hit that turnaround. He was like a tall version of Kobe, but he didn't have a handle. But he had a shot. He knew how to make it. He knew how to protect that ball. He knew how to hit it off the glass. You know what I'm saying? You even got guys like Dirk Nowitzki could make that miss. You know what I'm saying? You got guys, Dirk was a, Dirk had a gun. But he's not on my list. I chose Tim Duncan because Tim Duncan is a beast. You know what I'm saying? Tim Duncan got how many rings? Like five rings? You know what I mean? And, and I'm talking about he earned those rings. Ain't wasn't no cheat code in, involved in that. Tim Duncan earned those rings. Yeah, well, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't. I, I don't know about the one when they played the Knicks. You know, they played the Knicks in that, that, that short season. I don't even know. Who knows if they deserve that? I don't know the momentum of the season, how it was going, as far as the games were going. Um, who was who was in the running with them? But um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even have played basketball that year. You know, I wouldn't have played basketball that year. And then you got got you got my boy like LeBron. How could you not put LeBron James on a top five list? You know, you know. So people might go with numbers. People might, you might be a numbers guy. You might be a numbers guy. You might say, oh, well, there's somebody that did this and did that. There's nobody at the small forward position that's doing what LeBron James has done. The boy can add, almost average a triple-double every year. He's a beast. You know, his average, he's all, he's, he, he might break Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring record. Might. Let's just say, like, if you do the average, like I said, if you're a numbers guy and you do the average and you break it down, he has to average 30 for the next four seasons, I think. Or close to it. I think he has to average at least 29 points a game. For four seasons, if he got four left in him. And I think he got four left in him. I think he got four left in him starting. He ain't sitting on nobody's bench. You ain't putting that boy on nobody's bench. LeBron going to start for the rest of his career. And he's going to be an impact player for the rest of his career. He won't play for a losing team. The losing is in the back end of his career. He lost in the beginning of his career. He probably will never see a losing season again. Now it's either championships, MVPs. That's it. That's the only thing in LeBron James' career right now is championships and MVPs. But what he won't do is play for a losing team. He probably won't sweat another sweat ounce of sweat in his career unless it's from having fun running up and down that court. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't see LeBron James struggling no more in the NBA. This is the biggest struggle he had dealing with this um, short season right here. He's never dealt with a short season. And um, I believe he got another championship in him, if not two. I think he got another championship in him. You see, because he's just one of those players that's gifted and talented. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people might call LeBron James soft. They say he's this, he's that. I mean, he's not soft. It's just like that he got the game. He knows the game. And if you know LeBron James' basketball game, you know that he's not one of those guys that you're trying to put him to be. He's not a Michael Jordan. He's not a Kobe Bryant. He's not an Allen Iverson. He's a LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it. You can't make him be somebody that he's not. He cannot be Michael Jordan. He's not Michael Jordan. Let's stop this shit. Let's stop. You know what I would like for people to stop doing? Comparing LeBron to Mike. Because there's no comparison. Mike was Mike. LeBron's LeBron. Kobe's Kobe. Mike's Mike. You can't you can you can probably compare Kobe Bryant to Michael Jordan because of the fadeaway and the the way he plays and the stuff he does on the court, the buzzer beaters, the defense. You know, you can probably compare Kobe Bryant to Michael Jordan. But but you can't you got to stop comparing that what at some at a certain point you gotta say, yo, look, it ain't no comparison. You know what I'm saying? Mike was Mike, Kobe was Kobe, LeBron's LeBron. It's no comparison. There's no comparison. So um shout out to everybody that's out there that's Chicago Bulls fans or or the ones that we have left, or Michael Jordan fans, LeBron fans. We just shut down all that. And we just told everybody, yeah, yeah, I'm doing this basketball, that's the love of the game. Right now we're talking about, you know, um, excuse me everybody in the podcast, right now we're talking about my, my top five NBA players. So I'm giving the podcast a rundown of the top five NBA players um, to feel, as people, as, as Certain people might come in my Instagram. I just give them a rundown of what we talk about. So I said Shaquille O'Neal, Tim Duncan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, and Magic Johnson. So that's what we just discussing on this podcast. Um, like I said, everybody that's in the podcast, sometimes you might hear me saying like sound like I'm going another way, but I'm on Instagram Live also. I'm on IG Live also, and a good friend of mine just popped in. But um. Let's stop the comparisons. The comparisons need to stop. So there you have it. That's my top five. In the comments or any any voice comments you guys want to do, um, just leave a comment. Let me know your top five. Um, let me know who you got. Let me know if you agree with my top five. Um, we can agree to disagree. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, we're going to move on to hip-hop groups. Making a making comeback, making music. So I told y'all earlier. I said, you know, I'm a different. I'm from a 
I'm from an era where we like uh, what we like. I like some of this music, but I like what I like. Now, where I'm from, um, you know, we like a lot of Big E, the locks, you know, the usual stuff. Like, we keep it kind of simple. It's like, it's like when you go to like a, um, it's like when, it's like my era is like, we like our, we like our, our, our pie with all of our ingredients. We don't like nothing missing. We like what we like. You know what I'm saying? You got your MOPs, right? You know, that's what we like. So this era, they like their music. But my question is, does the golden era get the respect they deserve from this era? And when we hear our music from back in the days, like say you hear like a, 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 like a MOP. MOP drop an album today, would you be hyped to listen to it? Or would you be like, I don't want to hear that shit, man. I'm too caught up on this shit right now. Like, I like my Migos. Or how would you feel if Wu-Tang Clan dropped the album? And the Wu-Tang Clan dropped the album and it sounds like what it sounds like today. Like, can you imagine Ghostface rapping with Raekwon on beats like right now I think they I, I think they would sound kind of wild but those some versatile dudes I think they would be able to get it done but like I said for everybody like leave a comment let me know do you think the golden era gets the respect that they deserve as far as music goes or do you think our sound is played out do you think the young people nowadays, do they even care about where we came from? The music that we came from. So, you know, on Instagram Live, the locks were mentioned. And you know the D-Block, the locks dropped an album a couple of nights ago. I don't know if it's an album or a single, but it's on Apple iTunes. Shout out to Apple iTunes. You guys can check out the, uh, the podcast on Apple. You know, I'm on Apple. Um, I didn't hear it yet, but I'm going to listen to it. I want to see, because they're not going to be corny. They're not going to be corny, but if the music is something that you don't like, would you stop messing with the locks? If it doesn't measure up. If their music doesn't measure up to your expect to your expectations, would you just say, "Nah, I'm good. I don't want to fuck with these locks. This is that's it. I'm gonna listen to the baby and all these other guys, and that's it. I'm not going back to the golden era because the golden era let me down. You know who doesn't let you down from the golden era? Jay Z." Jay will never let you down with a whack album. Jay hasn't put out a whack album yet. And maybe because he doesn't outwarm his welcome. Maybe Jay, that's right, mumble rap. Maybe Jay doesn't outwarm his welcome. You know who else doesn't put out a whack album? Fab doesn't put out nothing corny. Summertime Shootout was fire. 
You know, Summertime Shootout was fire. Now, can these new artists last? Can these new artists last 10 years? Because Fab been in the rap since the 90s. Little do a lot of people know. He's been rapping since the 90s. It's 2020. I think Fab caught the 98, 1998. Clue introduced everybody into Fab. His name was Fabulous Sport. Um, He's been around for a long time. I don't see none of these rappers right now today lasting more than five years. So maybe our era, the golden era, maybe, just maybe the golden era was the last era in hip-hop. It might have been the last era in hip-hop. Because now I don't see anything else coming out of hip-hop that is that is speaking longevity. Like you got Rick Ross. Yeah, Rick Ross. Little Wayne's been rapping since the 90s. Little Wayne's been in rap since at least 98. Cash Money been around. And they ain't been going nowhere. They ain't disappeared. If anything, they evolved through the times. You know, they measured up through the times. They showed so much um so much growth, talent. Cash money been in the game for a minute. Master P's not really rapping, he's doing a lot of other stuff, but Master P is from that golden era. He probably one of the first artists from the South that people really like knew knew they was like oh shit the south coming but when you talk about like down south as we shift gears a little bit when you talk about down south i think master p is kind of one of the guys that got us looking at the south wasn't nobody in atlanta people might say yo atlanta atlanta this atlanta that no i think it was p in them i'm about it about it Nobody looked to Atlanta as Atlanta was like the saviors of hip-hop. Yeah, you had Goody Mob. You had all these other people. You had Luke, Uncle Luke, with the, with the don't stop, get it, get it rap. But I don't think, I think Master P put a stamp on down south hip-hop. It wasn't nobody else. It wasn't nobody else. It definitely wasn't. You know, shout out to Master P. Shout out to Hold No Limit. The boys definitely did their thing. Definitely did their thing. Definitely did they thing. Put a stamp in hip-hop. So I'm not sure if if the Golden Era sound will be run down. When you think about this sound that we got now, I don't know. 
It's a pretty good question. It's a pretty good topic in hip hop. Pretty good topic in hip hop. Switching gears um, to a little. You know, I know it's a little sadder note. You know, we got this coronavirus situation going on. And a lot's going on. A lot of stuff is happening. A lot's going on. A lot of um, things we have to think about. A lot of people are being hurt. A lot of people are, a lot of families are in trouble. You know what I'm saying? But what I want to know from everybody is, how do you feel about it? What is it like? How do you feel? You know, is it a conspiracy to you? Do you feel like it's a conspiracy? How do you feel? What's your thoughts on it? What's your thoughts on it? Is it a strain on you? Is it hurting you? Is it stressing you out? What are your thoughts? You know, so the question I, ha I wanted to ask is, do you care anymore? Is the media putting out so much negative energy into the world? Like, do you even care? Do you care? Is the coronavirus even... I mean, is it even... Is it even... Is it even a part of your life? Or did you tune it out? You know, because every time you look at the news or you open up a newspaper you look at certain things you say they tell you what's going on they let you know well this bother bother and then you have to think about it or do you give it any attention at all you know do you even give it any attention me personally I try to like be aware of the situation I wash my hands. I think about my family. We we keep it clean. We do what we gotta do. We 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 sit outside. We relax. We do all the stuff, the normal stuff, but we just don't move around like we wanted to, like we used to. We don't go downtown. We don't run around here. We don't do this. We don't do that. It's grocery store home. You know? front, out front, home, grocery store, out front, basically, same shit, you know, we keep it simple, but, you know, I know a lot of people are talking about, they feel like they're on lockdown, um, you don't, you're not on lockdown, definitely not on lockdown, at least, you're free, you're free, you just can't, do you just can't go but certain places I mean if you're a risk taker you can go those places you can travel you can move around you can drive go for a long drive walk around the park if they let the parks open you could do certain things you can do if you're a risk taker like I said if you don't believe in this thing like yo fuck it I just want to go hang out I just want to go for a walk I want to go for a run I want to go play some basketball 
And then you hear about the people that died, and you're like, oh, shit, man, I ain't going nowhere. I'm staying my ass in the house. So it's like, are we at the point where we like, yo, fuck it, who cares, man? You know, because not everybody's dying from this. Some people get it and get rid of it. Some people get it and it's fatal. You know, because they have other issues with their body, like asthma, diabetic, certain things, heart failure. It's stuff we got to look at. You know, then the media, they say African Americans are catching it more and more at a high rate. 70% of them are dying. And then you hear from, like, the people in the medical field, they're talking, they're like, oh, this, that, and the third. But if you, but like I said, leave a comment. If you got the, if you sign in, check out the podcast, leave a comment. Um, it's very important. I'd like to hear your feedback on everything that I talked about. Um, the coronavirus. Me personally, I'm not going to say I'm over it. I'm not going to say I, I don't care anymore. I'm concerned because people need to get back to work. People need to go on with their lives. People need to continue on with their daily routine instead of sitting around wondering. Boredom sinks in. You know, we can't go anywhere. People like to go to um, the Jersey Shore, Atlantic City, um, Manhattan, Times Square, Disney World. People like to travel. People like to do things with their family. Make Make their family smile. Make them happy. This right here is kind of like, for some people, they might be depressed. How much TV can they watch? How much games can they play? You know, like I said, do you care? Where's your mindset at right now as we sit in in the house and we quarantine? Me, personally, I thought quarantine was a whole different thing. I didn't never think it would be like this. I didn't think you could even leave the house when they said quarantine. I actually was prepared to be stuck in the house and wasn't able to go anywhere. I was prepared to be on lockdown. Like, I was locked down. Like, I couldn't go nowhere. I went and bought everything bulk. I said, yo, we're going we gonna to be in the crib. We're going to be in the crib eating good. I was kind of figuring out. I was like thinking, like, will we really be in the house 24-7? Are they really going to lock us in? That's what I'm thinking the quarantine was. I didn't know this quarantine was like this. You know, I didn't know it was like this. I thought it was, if, if I knew it was like this, I probably wouldn't have spent so much bread on the food. I probably would have just chilled and it was like, fuck it. But where's your mindset at? Where's your mindset as we come, as we, as we, what was we like, week three? Where's your mindset at now? Because now I'm thinking like, a lot of people are over it. They like, fuck corn um this shit we don't even care for no more 
I mean, they could say a billion people died at this point. People probably wouldn't even give a shit because they like, nah, like, I'm really tired of it. That's the other people's mindset. My mindset is just like, I'm just waiting for it to be over with. But it's a lot of people really like, they don't even care no more. They like, fuck it, I'm just going to go outside. I'm going to go run around and ride my bike. You feel what I'm saying? Like, um, they got people, they got everybody, mind is going haywire right now. Some people don't know what to think. Some people don't really know what to think. They like, at a point where they just like, fuck, F it. What about the boy that self-destructed, jumped out the window, landed smack dead on his He's tired of quarantining. Tired of being on lockdown. He jumped out the window. And that was it. And that was it. You know? The bull jumped out the window. And he couldn't take it anymore. He said quarantine not for him. He said quarantine is not for him. He jumped out the window and that was it. So obviously he didn't care anymore. It's obvious that he didn't care anymore. What about you? How do you feel? Leave a comment on my podcast or voice. I mean, send a shout out. You can say whatever you want to say. Yo, what's going on? You can say whatever you want to say. But what we want what I want to know is how do you feel about the coronavirus? Do you care anymore? Do you care? Or do you just be or are you just like who I'm over it? You know? I'm over it. So we got a few things. I'm gonna give you a rundown. We got a few things I'll need you guys to Show some love on, leave a comment. Your top five NBA players. How do you feel about the golden era of hip-hop? Is it played out? Is it like, are you over it? Or do you think it's timeless? We went. If you listen to the podcast, you know what the, you know how I feel. And then we're going to, and then I asked you guys, do you even care about the coronavirus anymore? Or are you over it? You know, people are dying. People are dying, so it's got to be like some type of thought in your mind. It got to be something got to come across your mind where you're like, oh, snap. I could be next. Or you could be one of them people that be like, I don't give a fuck about no damn coronavirus. This shit don't got nothing to do with me. I'm healthy. I ain't getting sick. You could be one of those. You know, one of my viewers just said Shaquille O'Neal, Rasheed Wallace, Kevin Garnett, Penny Hardaway, and Allen Iverson. It's his top five basketball players of all time, which is not bad. You know, it's your opinion. You know who you pick. You know, a lot of people might say why you pick um, Kobe Bryant because I wanted to. It's who I like. You know what I mean? It's like you can't tell a person why they pick somebody. It's who you pick. You know? 
So that's his top five. We're running it by you again real quick. Shaquille O'Neal, Rasheed Wallace, Kevin Garnett, Penny Hardaway, and Allen Iverson. And he also said he was a huge Chris Webber fan. Everybody liked Webber. I was a fan of his sneakers. I got 8% battery, but I'm glad I got 8% battery because I get to touch on the drink champs real quick. I'm not even a really a big drink champs fan. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even a big drink champs fan. Let me tell you guys why I'm not a big drink champs fan. I'm a Noriega fan. I'm a Nori fan. As far as music goes, I'm a Nori fan. Drink champs is okay. But drink champs sounds generic and and corny. Nori, the thought of it, the idea of it is was good in the beginning. The idea of drink champs was good in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me tell you something, man. One thing I'm not gonna do is hate on nobody. And shout out to everybody that's out there that got an opinion about certain things. I'm not gonna hate on nobody, right? You feel what I'm saying? I'm not going to sit here and shit on nobody, but I'm a fan of Noriega's music, but I'm not a fan of Drink Champs. You understand what I'm saying? Drink Champs, like I said, sounds generic. You see Nori act real goofy, giggly and all that shit. That shit get kind of corny after a while. I'm starting to think he's starting to kiss a lot of ass just to get like people to come on his show. You know what I'm saying? No disrespect. That's my humble opinion. You know what I'm saying? Now, when he had Lamar Odom on that show a couple of days, a couple of weeks ago, if you guys watched the Lamar Odom episode, you know, Odom was on there drinking. I'm talking about this boy just had damn near died having heart attacks and strokes, right? And you got my man on there drinking like a sailor, like he was getting drunk. You feel me? He's getting drunk on here. Lamar Odom. Drinking on Drink Champs, right? So, so when Lamar Odom is on this show, he's drinking. Excuse me, I'm watching uh, on the podcast. I'm watching what they're saying, and I'm looking at the, the podcast also. So, Lamar Odom's drinking. This man had damn near 12 strokes. He said he had 12 strokes and six Heart attacks, my nigga. How you gonna let a dude like that get drunk on your show and smoke around him? That should be the last thing. But Lamar Odom's human being, right? He's a grown-ass man. He should not even have been around that shit. He should have said, yo, nah, my nigga, I can't be around that shit. You know what I'm saying? I can't be drinking. I, I just was in AA. Somebody just said they think he's still getting high. I think he's still getting high. You know what I'm saying? For you to be sitting around dudes like that comfortable. But, like I said, I think Nori was being a real clown on that show. Asking this man about his personal life. Oh, the Kardashian, the Kardashian, the Kardashian. This, that, and the third. Um, Baza, baza, ba. How you feel about... Chloe and how you blah, blah blah blah. What about the rings? What about the rings? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I seen that. I seen that. 
I seen that. I seen that. I didn't pay it too much, but I'm gonna watch it again to get the gist of it, what he was talking about. But um, you know what I'm saying? And that kind of was sickening what Nori was doing. What about the rings? What about the rings? You know the ball sold his rings. You know what I'm saying? You know the ball you know the ball sold his rings. You know Lamar Odom was was a was a hell of a fiend. He was blowing millions on drugs. Hundreds of thousands on drugs. And brothels and all that shit. Yeah, he said motherfucker tried to put something in his vein. Okay, we get it. Right. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. You know what I'm saying? So Lamar Odom is talking about all this crazy shit. And but Nori not asking him about he spent Nori spent a little tiny bit of time asking him about the brand he's trying to push. About the brand he's trying to push. Nori spent very little bit of time about the brand he's trying to push. Which was the virtual reality thing that he had. Right. Yes. 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 All that negative shit. Yeah. I just didn't appreciate how Nori was trying to bring the ball shit on him, like, indirectly. Like, Nori, you used to be Noriega. Now you got a podcast and you acting funny on the podcast. You acting clownish. You not even like Nori no more. You funny-ass Nori. You not Nori no more, you funny-ass Nori. That joke around a lot. Nobody take you serious. You not what, 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 Nori. You not N-O-R-E. Stand for now we on the run eating. You act like a clown. You act like a whole nut. On your podcast. But then I got to watch the ball, the ball with the bow tie. You know, Nori whole energy shifts when he got certain people on the show, like Lil Wayne. The ball with the bow tie, the, the board, you know what I'm saying? FOI board, and then a while, whatever, you know what I'm saying? His whole energy and style change. So it's like you just entertaining. You just trying to be appealing to the camera now. Now you being goofy for the camera. You being a clown for the camera. You know what I'm saying? That shit not even funny right now. That shit is corny. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know Lamar Odom came on your show to promote a brand. And you asking him about the Kardashians. Like five million times. Like, come on, dog. Let's keep it one hundred. Let's stop the let's stop the shenanigans, man. Let's cut the shenanigans out, dog. Let's cut the shenanigans out. I got a couple of minutes left. I got a couple of um minutes left on this um podcast. My battery is at six percent. 
me one second. I don't want them to think I'm bullshitting. Yeah, my battery's at 6%. I wouldn't lead you astray like that. I wouldn't just shit on you. So my battery is at 6%. So I got to cut, because I got to cut it off in a little bit. But I, with the little bit of time that I got, I'm trying to touch on this small topic of drink champs. You know, same time every day, 9 p.m. This time we started a little later. We started at 10, a quarter after 10. That's right. Same time tomorrow. Is at five percent now. Tomorrow nine nine p.m. We touch on we touch on a little bit of the same thing. You know we 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 probably continue with this drink champs thing because I might have more of a more a more broader audience on Instagram live. I want to hear what people got to say. I want to hear what people got to say about all of these dudes that's talking about podcasts. That's in these podcasts. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got guys, I want to snatch your earner. I want to snatch your, your your honor. You got all these guys. You got the Campbell boys. You know what I'm saying? You got the Campbell dude. You got all these dudes. You got all these podcasters out here right now. I think podcasting is like almost like the new fight club. Because these dudes are full of shit. They sound stupid sometimes. Everybody think they fucking Peter Gumbo or some shit. And it's starting to get sickening. You know what I'm saying? We're going to touch on that topic tomorrow. At 9 p.m., we're going to touch on that. We're definitely going to touch on that. You're going to join the live. Anybody else that want to touch on it, is that, I'm talking to my, my man on Instagram live, everybody. Whoever else is in the building, we're going to get them on live. We're going to all discuss certain things. And um, we're going to get busy tomorrow. Because it's a lot of, like, it's a lot of shit that real motherfuckers don't get a chance to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Because the platform they got, the platform they got is very limited. So a lot of these dudes got their platform so they could run their mouth and talk all their crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? They could just say shit. But they don't get held accountable for it because they got an audience full of dumb motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? So they got an audience full of dickheads that don't know shit. Right. Right. They take other people's concepts and they try to make it theirs and they try to make it to where as though it's big, like they created it. Like they created the stage. But it's really not in reality, that's not what it is. But who are we to say is not is not theirs? Because ain't nobody gonna listen to us. Cause we ain't got we ain't got the brand that they got, right? So we're going to talk about these podcasts tomorrow. Shout out to everybody that came through. Shout out to everybody that's um been showing some love. My man Smooth, he came in a little late, but we about to wrap this up, man. Tomorrow we about to get busy. We're going to talk about it tomorrow again. We're going to hit on podcasters, all these new podcasters. Podcasting is a new fight club. And these dudes swear they be podcasting with boxing gloves on and shit. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to have to talk about this shit and get a group of people to talk about this shit. Because these guys, they run around here, they acting like they can't be touched, like they the shit now. So we're going to get into it tomorrow, man. Y'all be safe.
Peace and love.